Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have some karma stories for the beginning. I like karma stories. First one, I was visiting my mom for a weekend and decided to walk her dog through a park nearby. As I'm walking in the direction of a playground, I see three 10 to 12 year olds start swearing at me over and over. It was really weird. And when his friends uh, and even his friends were begging him to shut up. I'm in my 20s at the time and I don't really care what some little kid has to say. So I ignore him and walk through the playground. I find a bench and sit and sit down. Fast forward five minutes later, as I'm leaving, two of the three kids are climbing an eight foot ladder to the slide with the punk on the bottom ring uh, rung. The one on the top got distracted by me walking by, slipped and fell on his friend, breaking his arm or hand. I just laughed hysterically and left. (laughs) (laughs) Karma. That's what you get, you little fucker. Seriously. (laughs) Next one, my friends and I had just went to a concert and stopped to get gas. A man came up to our car and asked us for some change. All of my friends said they didn't have any, which was a lie. I got out of the car and gave him five dollars he thanked me and walked away when i got back in the car my friend said that i shouldn't have given any given him any money about 20 minutes later we drove past mcdonald's i saw the same man walk out of the store with a burger in his hand and a bag in the other it was nice to see that he used the money for something good it was like the universe was teaching me a lesson telling me to do the right thing regardless of what other people say yep yep of course i would have been one that didn't have any money because i never have any money same (laughs) same Uh, Next one, I was driving through my neighborhood and saw a man running as fast as he could in his pajamas with a gas can in his right hand, so I stopped and asked if he wanted a ride to wherever his car was that stalled. He climbed in my car, obviously flustered, and explained that his kid needed to be at school and his wife needed a ride to work, and unfortunately, someone had stole all the gas out of their car the night before. He He also told me that my right taillight was out and he owned a car shop. Later that day, I took my car to his shop, and he fixed the taillight and the other min- and other minor problems for free. Nice. That is nice. Next one. Huh. I'm an old guy, 46. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to buy newspapers. One day I paid for one, but took two papers because I was sick of coworkers rifling through my paper. As I walked off with both newspapers, I noticed that my shirt tail got stuck in the newspaper box when it slammed shut. I had to put another 25 cents in to get my shirt out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's right. Don't steal. Yep. That's funny. (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) Next one, when my brother and I were kids, there was a Christmas where our family didn't have enough money to buy us presents, food, or decorations. Some distant relatives sent my brother and I $50 each, so we gave the money to our parents so that they could buy a tree and Christmas dinner. While rolling the base of the snowman, I noticed a leaf sticking out of the snowball and plucked it out. It was a $100 bill. We went to the neighbor and asked if she had lost it. She was very elderly, who was rather well off, and she told us that she had lost it. She commended us on being noble and let us keep it. She also handed me a Christmas card for my parents. In the card was another $100 bill. We got presents that year. Every year after, I get that woman a Christmas present. (laughs) That's nice. Yeah. About a year and a half back, I was about to get on a bus 
uh, the guy in front of me wasn't moving onto the bus, and I quickly realized he was frantically searching for his wallet. After about 20 seconds, which felt like 10 minutes, had passed, I finally piped up and offered him two uh, bus tickets. Six months after that, I was about to get off the bus on the totally opposite side of the city when I felt someone tap me on the shoulder, uh, and the person who tapped me asked if I remembered him. Once I saw him, I clearly did not remember... Once he saw that I clearly did not remember him, he told me that I had given him bus tickets a while back. He gave me two bus tickets and promptly got off the bus. I'm saving them for the next time I see someone who has forgotten their wallet and needs them. (laughs) That's nice. Next one just finished grocery shopping, loaded the bags in my car and get in, turn the key, nothing. My car is dead for whatever reason. I sit there for about 20 minutes, checking the wires on my battery, making sure everything is properly in place, so I call my girl to pick me up. She says it's going to be about 20 minutes. I got some time to kill. I happen to see an elderly lady pushing a cart to her car. This cart has four times more bags than mine did. I already know it's going to be a struggle for her. I go over and offer to help, and she accepts, so I help her load her groceries into her car. I go back and think, why not give my car one more try? Bam, it starts. My first thought, thought, this car must be run on karma. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it would. There'd be a lot of motherfuckers that were stranded, though. Maybe. <laughs> or the world would be a really fucking yeah, nice they, place. Yeah, maybe they'd change their tunes. Hopefully. Who knows? Like, man, I really need to get somewhere. Damn it. <laughs> I gotta be nice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. It would. It really would. <laughs> but yeah. at the beginning, there'd be a lot of motherfuckers stranded. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely you better change your tune you're not going nowhere (laughs) Uh, next one when i was 13 for a few weeks i worked at a vineyard pruning i was hot so i walked the 400 meters i'm assuming to the ute to grab a drink Uh, the boss saw me and gave me an earful about wasting time and threatened to pay threatened not to pay me for the time On the walk back, I see his wallet lying in the dirt, stuffed full of 50s. I walked over to him again, by which this time he was pretty angry. Before he could say a word, I placed the wallet in his hand. Awkwardness ensued. (laughs) Although there was no karma, I still felt victorious. Yeah. Fuck yes. You know, in their mind, they're thinking, should I keep it? Oh, yeah. Should I keep it? That had to have crossed their mind. It would cross anyone's mind. Yeah. But no, they did the right thing. Yes. (laughs) Uh, next one, I was in a hurry to get to a funeral and was speeding, and the uh, the road switched from 40 to 30, and I didn't. I also neglected to put my seatbelt on. That's very rare for me. And it and it was click it or ticket weekend. Uh-oh. Mm. So a cop has to pull me over and has to give me a ticket. Apparently, there was a mandate that said no warnings. So he gives me the minimum speeding ticket and the seatbelt violation, $28 total, well, after the funeral of my boss, me and the boys from work go out for drinks. You'd never guess who's sitting at the bar. It's the cop who pulled me over. I hadn't changed from the funeral, so he recognized me and bought me and the boys around. He was a great guy. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I don't see how that's karma. I don't either. But. <laughs> <laughs> I kept waiting for something to happen. <laughs> nice story. Uh, next one, friend of mine was at the library waking, walking up the stairs when a toddler tripped at the top and started to fall down 
She ran and caught the little girl before she hit her head and got seriously injured, but my friend scraped up her leg pretty badly from basically diving up the stairs to save this kid. The little girl's father ran to the stairs as soon as he saw her fall, and it was our English teacher. He was in tears because he was so grateful. The stairs were, the stairs were marble, mm. and that could have been bad. Yeah. That was in the 11th grade, and she had him three times in the 12th grade. She was half... She was a half-decent student, but always ended up with 90s in his classes. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, that's, that's a little... I don't think that's karma, but... It's nice. It's I guess nice, he appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, I get it. She saved his daughter, but... Maybe he just had, like kind of appreciated her a little bit more than all the other kids in the class yeah i would you know i would i'd be like that's okay you got one wrong it's okay you saved my daughter's fucking life <laughs> here's the right answer i know you would have put that down you meant that so, right you here meant you go that. here's your 90 yeah <laughs> uh next one this woman had tailgated me and honked her horn constantly while behind me in traffic jam in, in a traffic jam like I was able to get out of her way she saw a squeeze and bolted through and when she passed me she flipped me off luckily it was a traffic jam and when she sped by and looked at me to flip me off she threw or flew right into a brand new Shelby Cobra mm. talk about an expensive wreck I got out and handed the owner of the Cobra my number and I saw and said I saw it all and walked back to my car and smiled at her <laughs> that is karma that is fucking that is awesome (laughs) uh in line at wendy's and a gentleman realized he had misplaced his wallet he ran to and from his car very flustered and jumped on the phone with his wife to have her look for it and drive to the wendy's while he wasn't paying attention i stepped in front of him and paid the eight dollars for his food we were both obviously on our lunch breaks and it was just a lame situation for the guy so i felt bad guy insists that i didn't and but it was too late i patted him on the shoulder and said to pay it forward with a smile he approached my table and told me that was one of the nicest things he had ever witnessed then told me to come across the street after i get off work i paid eight bucks for a guy's lunch and got a custom 800 dollars suit <laughs> nice that's cool yeah uh, back in the mid 80s i was about 20 and was standing at a bus stop waiting for the bus the street I was on had a little bit of construction going on. As I'm standing there, I see a Porsche convertible coming down the street with three guys about my age inside. As I get as it gets closer, closer, I see them looking at me and talking to each other. Sure enough, as they pass, they all turn in my direction and on cue, yelling at me as they pass. Unfortunately for the driver, karma was quick. As he turned, he swerved his car to the left a bit hitting several of the metal pylons in the street, tearing up his driver's side of what I can only assume was his daddy's car. <laughs> <laughs> that was written really weird, though. That that was not on me. That one. The rest were, but that was not on me. Next one. Just last week, I took my wife and kids to visit my parents. While romping outside, our six-year-old starts picking up rocks and throwing them. My wife tells her not to, but my mother proceeds to tell her it's okay, and also that she should throw them at the geese. My wife, although mad that my mother has surpassed her parental authority, doesn't say anything in the interest of keeping peace. Not five minutes later, my daughter, four 
no apparent reason whatsoever, whips a rock at my dad, hitting him in the temple. Thankfully, he blew it off as an accident, but at least he and my mother both got to witness why my wife told our child not to throw rocks in the first place. Now, see, I would have, I probably would have went off on her. I would, yeah, I would not, I wouldn't have went off. I would have. But I would have been like, um, no, we're not going to throw things. Uh, next one, worked at a few jobs during my co- my college years to make sure I had absolutely no debt after graduating. It was when the, we released one day and I decided to treat myself and buy one. So I lined up outside an EB Games to get one. The kid was a kid was behind me, all excited to get one too. Turns out I'm the last customer able to buy a Wii that day. The kid looked devastated, but you could tell he was trying to keep his cool. I called him over and let him have the last Wii. His eyes were glowing with happiness. <laughs> no treat for me, but it felt good. At this point, I figured I probably would get one to play with before school starts again. That same night, my friend heard my story and let me use his for a few weeks while he was on vacation. Nice, yeah. I was at Disneyland with my fiancé, and there was a woman who needed help getting off the train that goes around the park. I offered to help her off the train since no employees were around at the time. I helped her off and got back on. When I got off, an employee asked us to wait by the stairs and then walked away. Two minutes later, she gave us a free fast pass to any ride. Oh, cool. Nice. Next one, my neighbor accused me of stealing her garden gnomes. She made a huge scene and even threatened to call the police. Neighbor, those are my gnomes. I know it. Me, actually, those are my gnomes. I found them at a yard sale last week. Neighbor, liar. I've had them for years. Just then, the police arrived with a report of a gnome theft in the neighborhood and a copy of a video from someone's front door camera showing the neighbor who accused me sneaking around at night and taking things from all the front gardens on our street <laughs> busted oh my god what an asshole just one of those people that have way too much time on their hands yeah. they're just pieces of shit uh, I live in London and you used to have to pay 30 p pounds maybe pence? Pence? pounds I don't know I can't pence. imagine 30 That's pounds like, isn't pence like old really old like tuppence (laughs) (laughs) how about the balloons (laughs) yeah it's probably pounds i know we pay 30 pounds to use a public toilet maybe i was right are there any british people if you lived if you live in london please let us know (laughs) what this p stands for because i don't know you had to pay some money to use public toilets okay. anyway. A foreign middle-aged guy looking pretty distraught, waving a $10 note around. The change machine only takes coins, and the guard wasn't going to let him in. The situation looked like it was going to get messy. I gave him the 30p, and he didn't poop himself. Everyone wins. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does it have to do about karma, though? I don't know. I don't think these people understand what karma means. I don't means. think they do either. Now, they might get good karma for doing something good, but Maybe. these are just nice stories. Yeah. Like, look at me. I was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like the karma stories yeah. where the bad person gets it in the end. Well, let's finish and see if we got any more. All right. Uh, my family visited some friends one day after church when I was about eight. They lived on a farm, so one of, the kid, one of their kids and I went to look at the cows. 
I was dressed in my Sunday finest, so I was very careful not to get all muddy. The other kid noticed and grabbed this stick that was lying on the ground with some mud, uh, muck on the end of it and started chasing me around, threatening to wipe it all over me. He finally cornered me against some fencing and was about to throw the stick at me when I see their huge golden retriever sprinting toward him from behind. At the last second, he raises the stick above his head and the dog, trying to get it, leaps and full-on tackles him. <laughs> he lands face first in a mud patch and I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you little shit. Seriously. Next one, I worked at a summer camp with several local kids, and one day we took a field trip to the zoo. As we were getting ready to leave, a boy from a troubled family went through the gift shop and wanted a souvenir stuffed monkey. He had five quarters, which was not nearly enough for this monkey. Uh, He went to check out, and the lady was unable to sell him the monkey for a mere $1.25. The boy, brokenhearted, walked out and boarded the bus. I felt the need to buy the monkey for him, so I did, and I gave it to his mom to give to him, when she picked him up the boy was ecstatic when he was presented the monkey it's things like that why we work at camp every just every kid deserves to be happy that's another one where they just wanted to share yeah and they were being nice next one me my brother and our friend decided to be funny and get on an elevator ahead of our other friend so we could get to the hotel room first and lock our other friend out for kicks <laughs> we got trapped on the elevator for an hour and a half while our other friend got to, <laughs> that we ditched got to chill by the pool for that time i guess we deserved it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> although it's just a prank it's not like yeah. you know but still like that's funny it's still funny <laughs> the other kid's like hmm wonder where they are i'm gonna go by the pool <laughs> um a former amusement park worker who specialized in a game called ladder climb where we would tighten very shaky ladders to a buzzer and the player had to reach it naturally i know how to win it although unfortunately all the people who try do not and it's very challenging fast forward to this summer i've been going back to the amusement park a number of times as a customer and have been winning prizes for little kids with my own money to make up for all the times i had to send them away sad when I was working. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, this girl absolutely tried to ruin my life. No exaggeration. We were in college and she had, she tried to start an official, I hate you club. She screwed around for a few weeks after graduation, but I went on the job hunt right away. By the time that she got around to sending our, sending our resumes, she sent one to the, the place that I had already started working. My new boss asked me if I knew her because she noticed similar major on our resumes, and I said yes, and added if she got hired there, I would be leaving. She ripped up her resume right there, and I laughed for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't burn your bridges, Seriously, people. Well, just be nice. Just be nice. Yeah. Next one, I saw a lost dog sign in the neighborhood. The dog had a distinct face, so when I saw it only a few blocks away, I recognized it at once. So I picked it up and took it home. The whole family was there, and they all cried and thanked me. The next week, when I started a new year of high school, the husband-slash-father was my English teacher. I got an A in that class easy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's not right. (laughs) Uh, Next one. One such night, probably a year and a half ago, when I... 
I went to a 7-Eleven at like 6.30 a.m. So uh, for I don't remember what. On the way, I see this native homeless guy I call Hobo Joe. I don't mind helping this guy out because he doesn't spend spend it on uh, bullshit, I guess. He legitimately needs food. So I go in and buy him two microwave 7-Eleven hamburgers and heat them up. I give him the burgers and proceed to Tropical Smoothie, which opens at 7 a.m. I park the car and open the door, look down, and there's a fresh $20 bill on the white line of the parking spot. But then, this is the crazy part. I come back out of Tropical Smoothie, and as I approach my car, what do I find? Another 20 in the exact same spot. What? That's weird. It is weird. Next one, this happened to me about a week ago. It was just after prom, and all of the people who I thought were my friends went down to the beach. The catch is, they didn't invite me, even though I was good friends with all of them. So I wake up the next day and log on to Facebook to find out they all had gotten food poisoning from the restaurant they ate at that night. <laughs> That's I wonder so why they didn't invite them. I don't know, but they all got food poisoning for it. <laughs> next one, while driving down a, a highway, I saw this huge poster about a lost chihuahua. I continued my drive about 20 minutes down the road. This little dog from the poster ran out in front of my car. Luckily, it w- I was able to stop in enough time to save the dog. I picked it up and took it back to the owner's house. They were so happy and crying when I got... Uh, I was so happy for them. When I went to get back in my car, it stalled and wouldn't start. It was a piece and turned out the engine was dead. Well, it turns out their daughter had just graduated college and was looking to sell her car. In return for their dog, they gave me the car. Oh. The car still runs awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's that's nice. That's very nice. <laughs> Next one, I was pulled over by the police for speeding uh, the second time in 30 plus years of driving. Before the officer got out of the car, I made sure the window was rolled down, shut my truck off, turned on the interior light, it was nighttime, and put both of my hands on the steering wheel. He told me how much he appreciated this and sent me on my way with a verbal warning to pay attention to the speed limit. That should just be how people act, period. Well, it's not. I know. Have you ever watched the dash cam or the body cam footage of police yeah. officers walking up to someone's car has got to be one of the scariest parts. Uh, hell yeah. Of the whole job. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you know, don't know, know you don't know what's right in their hand. And a lot of them just start shooting. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of them will like have a perfectly freaking normal conversation with these police officers and then literally like out of the blue they'll just start shooting at them it's so fucking crazy yeah yeah next one i was at walmart and the lady in front of me was buying a bag of dry beans and some baby food she didn't have enough money in her food stamps account i said let me buy that for you i was a little annoyed at the cashier because when i said that she said with a smart aleck attitude you don't have to do that she gets more money tomorrow and then uh she come and she can buy it then She's obviously buying food for her family, and they may need that tonight. The next day, my wife got a job offer that would give her a a significant raise over what she was currently making, solving our financial problems. The two events may not not be related, but it was close enough for me to think something else was at work there. Hmm. Next one, back in high school, I was a cart boy for a grocery store. One afternoon, it was really terrible out, pouring rain and windy as shit. This new black Escalade pulls up next to me while I'm pushing about 10 carts. 
The guy gets out and yells at me, saying I better not scratch his truck because heads will roll. I'm not in any way endangering his new car, but he proceeds to yell at me and warn me. Just as he finishes yelling at me, a sign from a pizzeria next door crashes onto the side of his truck. (laughs) (laughs) That made my night a little better. A little better. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I would have looked at the guy you were saying. (laughs) Yeah, I won't do anything to your car. I promise. (laughs) Uh, A few years ago, my infant son couldn't sleep, so we walked out to the local supermarket to get some basics and to blow off some steam. I look terrible, sleep-deprived, grumpy, just disheveled, and bed-raggled. My son was in a sling on my belly. I don't remember what I was purchasing, but as I was checking out, the woman behind me stepped forward and said, please let me pay for this. I've always wanted to help out like this. I graciously thanked her and walked out, both of us smiling. It was a beautiful night, and my son finally fell asleep, so I just loitered and eventually noticed someone trying to vain, oh, trying in vain to start a car. Yep, it was the lovely young woman who had helped me out. I'm a decent mechanic, happened to be a toting, happened to be toting a multi-tool around with me, and it was fast and easy thing to get her running. That's nice. Nice, yeah. I was taking a redelivery for an order that was wrong the first time. I pull up and there's a guy that says he needs some cash for a tow truck. He gives me the typical sob story about his wife, kids, blah, blah, blah. And I I cut to the chase and asked him how much cash he needed and gave him the $7 he asked for. I had a pizza to deliver. I run up the stairs to a hotel room and give them their replacement pizza, apologize for the first mistake and leave. As I'm walking away, the guy comes out and is like, oh, wait, we forgot to give you a tip. Any tip on a redelivery is a win, so I hustle back to the room, and the guy hands me a $50 bill and tells me to have a good night. Hmm. Nice. $50 tip. Seriously, he must have been loaded. Uh, Next one, long line at a fast food place. Guy finally gets his turn and finds he forgot his wallet. I step in and say, I'll get it, which completely floored him. He was in... Uh, he was very thankful he tried to figure out how to return the money and i said don't worry about it what kind of instant karma at that moment a chick in the area witnessed it and decided she needed to be my future wife we just bought a house together (laughs) that is a good way to be like if you're that nice someone's gonna notice you know like yeah yeah Next one, I was running late for work one day and approached a light where I made a right turn. Normally, this isn't a problem, but this light doesn't have a dedicated turn lane. It was red, and there were a lot of people wanting to go straight. There's a convenience store on the corner that has entrances leading from the street I was on to the street I needed to turn on. I was pretty angry at this point and wanted to get going, so I cut through the parking lot in an attempt to make the turn. Got to the other exit, realized the entire thing was blocked off for construction. (laughs) My first thought, I deserve that. I was too ashamed to try to merge back into traffic, so I just exited as I went into the store to get a drink instead. (laughs) So all the people that saw me do that doesn't see me come out. I meant to do that. (laughs) I needed, I was thirsty. I I was very thirsty. (laughs) Next one, today my son and I went to Walmart to get a new game for his DS. We got to the cash register and I noticed the woman in front of me was upset. Her card had been declined and she was purchasing formula. My son was fascinated with babies, so he was talking to the woman about her little girl. 
He put the game down and handed her his money and said, your baby needs food more than I need plants versus zombies. My heart swelled at this, so I got the game anyway. Well, as we were walking out, the lady approached us and said she saw what he did and gave him an envelope and said to open it when he got home. When we got home, there was a $100 bill and a note that said, you deserve this young man. Aww. That's so nice. I love that. (laughs) Next one, I worked in a bar when... I was uh, when I lived in Newfoundland as I was on my way in one night I saw a guy standing by the road with a sign that said far from home no place to sleep and hungry I waved him over and gave him the a five dollar bill the only cash I had and told him to take care of himself this was a Thursday night and I always worked in the back of the bar which never saw any traffic I usually took home about five dollars in tips for a Thursday or ten on a good day that day three separate people one big on the slot machines and gave me $20 in tips each. I ended up taking home about $75 in tips that night. Nice. Next one, it's about 10 p.m. at night. We call up the curry house, as we know it's late, to make sure they're okay with us coming down. As soon as we get there, we were greeted by the owner and we got seated. It becomes pretty obvious very quickly, however, that the guy serving us really doesn't want to be there, so we have a quiet word with the owner. This, of course, made things worse. As we were driving back home, who do I see driving up behind me on the way home? You guessed it, that server. He pulls up aside. He's swearing and showing me a rather impressive display of hand gestures. Anyway, the light changes green. He speeds off like a lunatic, trying to run me off the road, swerving all over over the shop. Sadly, he fails to notice the cop car that had pulled up behind me at the light. (laughs) Next one, my parents were about to take a flight for a vacation. I was about 12 years old at the time. As everyone was getting seated, I heard a young boy, about seven or eight, crying. Apparently, he was flying unaccompanied. After walking up to him and asking if, he was all, if it was all right to sit in the empty seat next to him, I made small talk just to trying to get him to feel comfortable taking his mind off the situation. We spent the next couple hours of the flight playing games, doing puzzles, reading, coloring, the usual stuff the kids would do. Both of his parents were there to receive him, and I watched from the other side of the baggage turntable as he talked to his father and then pointed in my direction. His dad walked over to me, extended his hand, and thanked me profusely. I felt pretty good after that. Again. Yeah. (laughs) My girlfriend said she was feeling very sick and asked me to go to her place. I was very poor... I was a very poor college student and had just enough money to get there, but not for the bus fare to my finals the next day. Still, she said she needed me, and I went, thinking I could ask her parents for a loan. The next morning, I was already at the bus stop trying to stay out of the rain and wind when I remembered I had no money. There was no time to go back. I just stood there for a minute thinking. Then a bill large enough to pay my fares for the month slapped against my leg. No one else was around as far as the eye could see. I've got to admit that even being an atheist, I had to look upwards that day. (laughs) Okay, this is my last one. (laughs) I walked up to an ATM to get some cash and found $50 just sitting there that had not been taken. So I dropped it into the bank and explained that it just happened and write down the time so that, oh, there's any trace of it, they'll be able to to find the cardholder who was $50 short. Next day, I get my mail, and I have $700 tax rebate. Needless to say, that was pretty neat. Hmm. Those are mine for the long beginning. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
I did real people share their creepiest, can't-be-explained stories. All right. My grandma lives in a very stereotypical horror movie house. Small Midwest town, white and old-looking home on a farm. She, has even ha- she even has a chipped wooden Mary Nativity in the front yard. She also has a cemetery about a half a mile down the road. I used to sleep in the room in the corner on the top floor, my aunt's room, and it had a wooden rocking chair in it. When I was younger, I would wake up because I thought I heard it rocking, to the point where I would wake up my grandma and have to stay in her room. About 10 years later, my mom, aunt, and I were talking about how creepy my grandma's house was. My aunt goes on to talk about how, when she was younger, the reason my mom and her ended up sharing a room was because she thought her room was haunted. She said she woke up one morning and the rocking chair was about two feet closer to her bed, and after that night, it would start rocking on a nightly basis at midnight. Oh, no. Until a few years ago, I still had a flip phone. One day, I got a random call asking for some girl named Sarah. I told them they had the wrong number, and they hung up. For the next few months, I would get these calls asking for Sarah about once or twice a week, coming from different numbers and different sounding people. Sometimes these calls came at 3 in the morning. One day, I got a call, and like usual, I said I didn't know Sarah. After they hung up, I went to my contacts and hit redial. The answering machine said that number did not exist. I went back through my call history trying to call some other people that had called me with the same result. A machine telling me the number did not exist. Every time I would get these calls, I would redial the number and still got the machine. I googled the numbers, but all I learned was that they were coming from North Dakota, Montana, basically everywhere in the Midwest. The next time I got a call asking for Sarah, I said, oh yeah, she's right here. Uh-huh. And the other person on the other end said, no, she isn't, and hung up. <gasps> what? Things started getting weird when I started getting calls from unknown numbers calling me. Whoever or whatever on the other end hung up the second I said hello. Once I got a call where they didn't hang up after I said hello, and I could hear someone was on the other end just listening, but they didn't say anything. Just something really uneasy about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. I'd have been like, yeah, she's right here. Can I tell her who's calling? <laughs> well, they would have said, no, I she know. isn't hung no, up. No, she isn't. That's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I was staying in the Flamingo Hotel in Las Vegas, oldest property on the Strip with a sordid mob history. In the middle of the night, I woke and saw a dark figure moving around the foot of my bed and coming up the gap between the twin beds. I hit the lights and there was a full figure of a man in a 60s sport blazer with blood all over his face. What? I yelled, go away, and started flinging my arms in his direction. (laughs) Just like that, he disappeared. I woke my friends in the other bed, and my buddies said, What the hell are you swatting at? I told them, and they laughed at me. The following morning, my buddies said after I had fallen asleep, water was dripping on his head, but there was no leak on the ceiling, and was convinced we may have shared a paranormal encounter. What? That's creepy. Yeah, it is. Okay, why was he crawling around on the floor? I mean, even if it was a ghost or whatever. Who knows? That's creepy. If it was residual, they might have been like hurt searching for something or hurt and like yeah yeah, i don't know that's creepy though yeah i had a black cat called casper we adopted her after she ran away from the previous owner she was missing for days before the previous owner found her in the bushes skittish and frightened 
After carrying her home, the owner discovered that she was allergic to cats when her arm broke out with rashes. She put out a call for a new home, which was answered by my animal-loving family. For ages, she was scared to come near anyone and was totally averse to being petted. Eventually, she turned into a total ham, never missing the chance to jump on you and lie with you. We loved her, and I loved her heaps. Then one day, she lost the use of her back legs. Not long after, she passed away. I was having a rough time then, and she was a big comfort. Point is, my parents and I were sad. A few days after, I was sitting on my front step having a smoke, and I hear a meowing sound identical to Casper. I look out front, and there, at the gate, was a cat meowing at me that looked just like Casper. I went over, and it ran away. I looked down the street after it, and it was gone. I mentioned it to my parents. They both said the same thing happened to each of them separately, which was a surprise to them, too. Now, it could have been a similar cat from the neighborhood, but it only happened once to each of us, and then it was never seen again. Hmm. That's cute. Sounds like he was saying bye. Yeah. When I was 16, I was riding horses with my friend in the field beside her house. The, ha- the horse threw me, and I hit my head hard. The next thing I know, I'm on my back in incredible pain, staring up at my friend, who is frantically screaming at me. Dazed, my gaze shifted and then refocused on her friend behind her, a tall, thin man wearing a black suit and an old-fashioned, wide-brimmed hat. He was staring unblinking into my eyes over my friend's shoulder. Days later, she came to visit me in the hospital, and I asked her about the man I'd seen. I thought it was the new boyfriend she'd recently told me about. She told me there was no one there but me and her. That's creepy. I wonder who that was. Guardian Angel? Maybe. This past year, I went to bed on a normal night, and in mid-dream, everything stops and a voice says the fire alarm is about to go off. I wake up about five minutes later when the fire alarm starts in our building. I asked my roommates the next day if anyone said that, and I just happened to hear it, but they said the alarm went off around 4 a.m., and they were all sleeping prior to it going off. Plus, none of us knew they were testing the alarm beforehand. I was weirded out after so rude to test an alarm and not tell anyone especially in the middle of the fucking night seriously (laughs) the hell back in 2005 i was in a band that toured the country in a 15 passenger van with a trailer we were on the way from columbus ohio to erie pennsylvania the show had been canceled in ohio due to a power outage so we decided to get on the road early as we had friends in erie who were taking us in for the night I'll never forget this moment for the rest of my life. We were all having a conversation. There were eight of us total in the van when the driver and passenger both shouted simultaneously, What was that? I'm getting goosebumps on my arms right now just remembering the event. I was sitting behind the driver with my back against the window, and I didn't see anything, but we heard a whooshing noise as if something flew right over the van. My friend, who was sitting next to me, looked like he had just seen a ghost. We wound up pulling over on the side of the road because everyone was freaking out, thinking we hit something. Nothing was found, but both the passenger and driver said they saw a tall black figure lunge at the van from the shoulder of the left lane. My friend, who was sitting next to me, said the same thing. The next day, we inspected the van in daylight and noticed there were streak marks across the roof of the van. Is that a Dementor? That's what I I pictured (laughs) in my head. 
When I was about 11, I was walking home and an old guy who was pushing a stroller out of the blue put his hand over my eyes for about a second as he was passing by. What? I have no idea why I still remember this. Uh, because it's fucking weird? <laughs> it's fucking weird! <laughs> <laughs> okay. When I was seven, I suddenly awoke in the middle of the night to a young child kneeling by my bed praying. At first, I thought it was my younger brother, so I asked him what he was doing. After I asked, he slowly looked up at me and stood up and started running, so I hopped out of bed and followed him down my stairs and out my front door. We had a long driveway, and I followed him all the way to the end, and then he simply vanished. I went back to my room, and nothing like that has happened since. Weird. Crazy. Like, what? That is weird. I don't know. When I was about 14, I was staying up way too late on the computer. It was about 2 in the morning, and everyone else was asleep. I got thirsty and wandered down the hallway to get a drink. I didn't bother to turn on any lights since there was a nightlight in the hallway, and there was enough light to get by. I'm walking back to the bedroom when I get this weird feeling like someone is watching me and turn around. There is this big white mist just floating right behind me. I immediately turn around and went back into the safe, bright room. The thing is, there was no windows facing that hallway, and I hadn't passed the nightlight yet, so it definitely wasn't a trick of the light. All the doors leading to the hallway were also closed. A few years later, when I was moved to the small room closest to that spot, I got the heebie-jeebies and couldn't sleep without a lamp on. It wasn't until sometime later after the sighting that I learned that, in the 80s, a guy was renting out the house. He was arrested for the kidnap, rape, and disappearance of a bunch of kids in the area, and for the suspect, and for the suspected murder of his wife. They never found her, and she supposedly ran away, according to him. Mm-hmm. Cadaver dogs went over the farm, but they found they never found anything. The cop, cops must not have done a good job, though, because when they moved in, my mom found a pair of boys' underwear in the toilet tank. Oh, my God. The missing wife was never found, and he died in prison about a decade ago. I think she's still here, though. Oh, my. I went to bed one night after watching a bunch of spooky paranormal videos and was thoroughly on edge. I was ridiculously paranoid about ghosts, even though I had never had anything ghostly in the house at all, nor had anything bad happened in it that I know of. Then at around 3 a.m., still not asleep because of fear, the band on my boxer briefs snapped as if someone pulled on them and then let go. (laughs) That's it. What? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going to say that's not paranormal in any way. No, they probably got caught on something. They got caught on or something. Or you know how sometimes your underwear, the the uh, band around the front, could yeah. be like curled under, and then all of a sudden it flips. Yeah. right. You know, it was something yeah. like it that. It was something like that. He was freaked out. He's like, "Oh my god!" There's a ghost messing with my boxer. <laughs> oh, that's great. This happened when I was about four years old. We lived in a really small apartment that had two rooms. When you enter our room, you could just see the kitchen and there's a doorway on the left, which is our bedroom. I was playing in the bedroom and got my slipper stuck under the bed. I can't seem to get it since there's only a two inch gap under the bed. I don't know what got into me, but I started chanting something like, slipper get out now, 
over and over again. <laughs> then I got this feeling of dread, and I got scared, so I ran away. What? <laughs> After a few minutes, I sneaked to the bedroom and found my slipper a foot away from the bed. I ran inside to get it and got out as fast as I can. I don't know how it could have happened. As a little girl with an overactive imagination, I just assumed a rat passed by, heard me, and just pushed my slipper out of there. That's absolutely what happened. 100%. It was totally a rat. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was home alone and in the bath, but I had closed the door so that my dogs wouldn't run in and try to jump into the bath too. (laughs) I was in there for a good 45-50 minutes, and when I climbed out and opened the door... There had been a table moved right in front of the door. I never heard a thing while it was happening, never even heard my dogs bark, and they barked for anything. And they were playing outside, which is so strange for them. Weird. That is weird. That is weird. Go into the bathroom and come out later and there's something in front of your door? That, and didn't you say the dogs were outside? Yeah, and the dogs were outside. That is creepy. Yeah. I would definitely think someone was in my house. Yeah, definitely. When my boyfriend was about four years old, he would talk to a man he saw in the mirror. Yeah! Oh my gosh. Naturally, his parents were curious about his behavior and asked him questions about the man, including his appearance, hobbies, and how he died. It turns out that one of the former owners of the house was a man who had committed suicide in the house, and he matched the description of the man my boyfriend saw in the mirror. When his parents found out, they moved out of the house a month later the fuck is he doing in the mirror though i don't know i don't i don't know like was he in the mirror or was he standing behind him that was the only way you could see him Uh, like was he in the mirror i don't know it's so creepy either way anything with mirrors is creepy it really is i was visiting my dad last summer and trying to fall asleep when suddenly i felt a hand grab my ankle i kicked furiously at it at whatever was grabbing me, jumped out of bed and screamed. There was nothing there. My dad came running into the room and found me sitting on the floor, facing the bed. He asked me what was wrong and didn't believe me when I said nothing, that I thought something grabbed me, and even checked the closet. I immediately felt embarrassed, but I felt, but it felt so real. I've never had something like that happen before or since. That's creepy. And that was my last one. All right. I have uh, strange things that happen where nobody believed them. Okay. First one, when I was around 28, I had a very vivid dream. In the dream, someone was handing me a black dog. The person said to me, this is your dog. Your, your dog's name is Hudson. I replied, I already have a dog, which was true. I had a 20-pound beagle terrier mix, a really great dog. One month after my dream, there was a terrible wildfire. Two people and 26 horses died. Homes went up in flames and people lost everything. The day after the fire, a couple I knew showed up at my front door. They had a smallish young black dog. The guy was holding her in his arms. She was maybe 18 pounds at the time. She looked like she had some Queensland healer in her, but she definitely was black. The couple told me the dog needed a home, that she lost her home in the fire, and asked if I would consider keeping her until they were able to find her a new home. I took one look at the dog and said, no, that's okay, I'll keep her. They never told me her name. Hudson turned out to be one of those once-in-a-lifetime dogs. She was hyper smart. She took the blue ribbon in every stage of obedience training. I got a book at the library and taught her a lot of cool tricks. 
We joined a group called K9 Capers and would go to old folks' homes and nursing homes to entertain the residents with dog tricks. Of all the dogs I've ever had or known, Hudson was the standout, extraordinary, special. My heart aches just thinking about her. No, That's so nice. Yeah, we don't deserve dogs. <laughs> Next one, my cousin bought his first home in the early 2000s. After my freshman year of college, I ended up moving in with him for a month until I could find my own apartment. My cousin sold the house in 2005 and moved out of the area. Fast forward to 2008, my best friend and his wife bought their first house. This was the same house my cousin had bought. When I pulled up to help him move in, I was like, wait a minute. Relatively decent sized coincidence, but hey, weird things happen. But wait, there's more. After about five years of owning that house, they sold the house to another couple. In 2014, I started dating a new girl, and she sent me a Snapchat when she was sitting on the deck of her house she was living in. The view looked very familiar, so I asked her about the house. Turns out she was renting a room from a couple who had bought the house from my best friend. Mind you, the city I live in is about 125,000 residents, and a metro area. the metro area is about 200,000 people. So this wasn't a small town coincidence that just happened, because there's only 10 houses in the town. Uh, some years ago, I was staying at a hotel for this work training thing in another part of the state. Uh, it was like 3 a.m. and someone called my cell phone, not my room phone, and mind you, my personal cell phone, and said, I see you in there, in a creepy voice. Ugh. You remember this? I don't know. Keep going. I looked toward the windows, curtains closed, thankfully, and there was an outline of someone standing outside. It wasn't a dream, either. I looked at my phone's log the next day, and the call was right there. No one had worked... W- No one I worked with had that phone number. In fact, the only people that did were my family and friends back home a three-hour drive away. And no one in my family would stalk me like that. They're all very normal, boring country folk. That's creepy. What the fuck? Uh, When my twins came home from the hospital, one of them was on oxygen. Because Because he could potentially injure himself, the canola tube was threaded through quarter-sized stickers on each side of his face near the top of his cheekbones to keep them secure. They had to be changed each week. You can imagine how hard it was on baby skin. By the time he was off oxygen, he had two round rashes on each side of his face. I struggled to clear, clear them up. I was a new mom and had tried various creams that did not work. I should have brought him in and had done and had been done with it, but I kept trying different remedies. This is where the unexplained comes in. His twin developed the same sized round rash in the exact same spots. They should never have developed because he never wore stickers. Honestly, it really creeped me out. Anyway, my mom found the right cream and that was that. But when I hear creepy twin stories, I always think of the rashes. That is creepy. That is? What is that? I don't know. They have to be connected in a way that we don't understand. Yeah, there's something. Yeah. And is that all twins? It can't be all twins. Because some, like, some twins don't get along with their twin, right? Yeah. That's but so strange. Who knows? Hmm. Who knows? There's weird stuff that happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, one day in high school, I had an incredible, incredibly vivid dream where I lived out a normal day at school, sat through lectures, talked with friends, etc. That went until lunchtime. I was standing in line for food, and a girl about three people ahead of me suddenly ran to a nearby trash can and threw up, mostly missing and getting it all down the side of the can. Then I woke up. The day I lived was exactly the same. Same lectures, same conversations, 
All day I felt out of sync, sort of off and weird, and I was convinced I was still dreaming. I got in line for lunch and saw that girl and thought, oh no, she's going to throw up. But, and she did. All down the side of the trash can, just like in the dream. As soon as it happened, it was like I synced back up with time or reality or something, and I stopped feeling off. But, it was ex but I was extremely nauseated and got a pounding headache. It was really disorienting, and I spent the rest of s the next several days waiting to see if I would wake up again, worried I was still dreaming. That is super weird. That is weird. That's crazy. Mm. Next one, when I was in my 20s, I had a platonic gal pal come stay overnight in my one-bedroom apartment for Saturday night dinner, movies, etc. Because we had been up most of the night watching movies, after a while, on Sunday afternoon, we both wanted and needed to take a nap. I went to the bedroom for at least an hour to lay down, she to the couch, and we both zonked out hard, separately, for at least an hour. During my nap, I remember an ominous feeling of someone being in my room, watching me sleep, and as hard as I tried, I couldn't wake up. I remember almost feeling a little frantic about it. When I eventually awoke from my nap later, I went out into the living room where my friend was just waking up. I asked her if she had come into my room and stood over me watching me sleep and telling her I couldn't wake up no matter how hard I tried. She got this extremely anxious look on her face and said the exact same thing happened to her and she was going to ask me if I stood over her watching her sleep. It was an extremely spooky moment for the both of us and we would revisit occasionally over the years. That's creepy. Yeah, it is. Next one, I was living in northern Vermont. One cold-ass winter night, about 11-ish, I decided to go outside and look at the sky for no particular reason. Directly south, I saw four flickering lights in the sky. They began to fly in a formation, but shifting in perfect unity, going in all cardinal directions. Then they became solid lights and started f shifting faster and faster. After about a minute, the lights started to flicker again, but really fast, and then they all lifted up in the sky and completely disappeared. This was before drones, and nobody else lived on the lake in the winter except me. To this day, I have absolutely no idea what happened, or what they were, or why I decided to even go outside at that particular moment. Hmm. They were aliens. Yep. Next one, a friend died in a car, car accident. A few months later, she visited me in a dream to tell me everything was okay. It was a dream like no other. I had never felt such a strong warmth, love, and emotion. When I woke up, I broke out into tears because I wanted to feel that warmth and emotion again. Hmm. Next one, my dad and I were very close, and we used to joke that we had telepathy, mostly because he knew me so well and he could predict what I would do, down to picking up the phone and just knowing it was me before there was caller ID. One day when I was in high school, I came home and he was there. He was sick and stayed home from work. He said he was falling asleep for a nap and had a vision of me running through the hallways of the school crying. I had, indeed, been running through the hallways of the school crying that day. Uh, when I confirmed it, he said he seemed satisfied and not at all unnerved, and neither was I. I guess we both kind of half-believed the joke. I should add that my father was a scientist and a very logical person who did not generally believe in paranormal stuff at all. He was an MD, PhD, internist, and pharmacologist, but had originally planned to become a psychiatrist and had read everything Freud ever wrote. I later found out that Freud didn't, did think telepathy might be possible, but only among people who were close and in moments of anguish. 
This is my last one. An incident I had with a Ouija board as a teenager almost 20 years ago. This was me and my two friends, who we'll call Kevin and Lisa. We were at Kevin's dad's house, and we'd gone out to buy a Ouija board and decided to mess around with it in a very creepy basement. We get started, and the pointer starts moving. Lisa almost immediately gets scared and takes her hands off the pointer, so it's just Kevin and me. Both of us are convinced the other person is moving the pointer, so we're laughing and not taking it seriously. We start asking usual questions like name, gender, year they died. Then one of us asks, were you murdered? We hear this loud noise come from the floor above us, and then what sounds like loud thumping footsteps run across the floor. Kevin and I are both terrified. Lisa is crying, and we ask if we can say goodbye and then run upstairs. No windows open. Nothing was moved. Kevin's dad was gone for the night. No pets. No obvious reasons for the sounds we heard. We left, went to Tim Hortons, and stayed up all night. (laughs) Yeah. I would, too. Those are mine for the week. All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay, witty wrap-up. I got funny tweets. Seven-year-old. Mama, I will eat everything you put in my lunch. Me, that's wonderful. Seven-year-old. Except the things I don't like. Me, there it is. <laughs> Which is probably everything. Mm-hmm. Having a tough day today, my kid told me I have the stinkiest butt on planet Earth. <laughs> and he's just a little kid, but if he's right, this is devastating news. <laughs> yeah, it's devastating. <laughs> Moms be like, my ride or die, and it's just Susan showing up with a latte at school drop-off. Fuck yeah! (laughs) (laughs) My kid asked me for a boomerang, so I handed him the apple that has gone back and forth in his lunch for the past week. That's funny. (laughs) I don't think that's what he meant. No. (laughs) My two-year-old loves to put hats on people, but you never know if it's going to be an actual hat. A slice of cheese, an empty bowl, or his toy shopping cart. That's all hats. (laughs) Seven-year-old. Mom, what's chicken made of? Me. Um, chicken. Seven-year-old. Oh, okay. Are we made of chicken? Me. No. Seven-year-old. How about our dog? Me. Rips up application to Harvard. (laughs) Can this credit card be mine? My five-year-old holding an insurance, old insurance card. <laughs> That's cute. Most often, it's cute when kids have alternative names for things. However, my eight-year-old, called Taco Bell Cinnabon Delights, Creamy Balls, <laughs> confirms that we are out of the, the cute renaming of things stage. That's exactly what they are. That's exactly what they are. (laughs) Them things are fucking good. Fuck yes, they they are evil. They are. They're so good. (laughs) Creamy balls. (laughs) (laughs) Go through a taco drive. I want some creamy balls. (laughs) You know, creamy balls. (laughs) What are those creamy ball things? I want those. And the guy's like, I'll give you some creamy balls. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. That's gross. Why did I say that? Because that's probably exactly what a guy yeah, probably. Or they're at least thinking up, it. If you go up to a driver and ask for creamy balls, <laughs> I mean you have to at least assume they're gonna Oh yeah. Think something. Definitely. 
One of the most rewarding parts of parenthood is when your child is finally old enough to have deep and meaningful conversations with you. Like, Mom, do you know why your makeup always looks so crusty? (laughs) You're like, why did you learn to talk? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) The baby's favorite food is strawberries, and she calls him the baby's. We got looks in the store when she asked loudly to eat the babies. (laughs) What's wrong with that? Enjoying one last day as a happy family before Monopoly Junior arrives tomorrow. I told some kids to stop horsing around, so apparently my transition into my dad is now complete. You do. It comes up one day, and you sound like your parents, and you're like, that's that's it. That's it. (laughs) Sure, I get out as a mom. Just this month, I've seen the pediatrician, the pediatric ENT, the pharmacist, and urgent care. Wow. Calm down. That sucks. (laughs) Millennial mom milestone. My two-year-old just drew on her arm with Sharpie, pointed to it, and said, tattoo, like mama. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You gotta expect that. I mean, yep. you got tattoos. Your kids are gonna want them. Yep. Suggestion that my five-year-old put jam on his waffles since we ran out of syrup, and judging by the look on his face, I will be hearing from his lawyer. <laughs> I drank a beer and then clipped my kids' bangs, so tomorrow morning should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> My toddler finished pooping and called out from the toilet, Mama, I'm waiting for you. And to be honest, it sounded like a threat. (laughs) (laughs) Just used my kid's dirty sock to wipe up the juice he spilled on himself in front of a clearly disgusted rival dad who was using wet wipes on his son. (laughs) Laugh my ass off. Get in your limo and go back to Beverly Hills, Spencer. Watching Little League be like, kid on first building a sandcastle, kid on second twirling around, kid on third blowing kisses to his mom. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. They are so cute to watch. Oh my god, it's They hilarious. are not in it at all. No, it's They're hilarious. in their own little worlds. They are. I love it so much. I remember one time we, we went to Joel's baseball game and this kid knocked it out i mean he hit that ball so so hard started running around the bases got almost to home stopped turned to us and said hi mom (laughs) (laughs) it was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) look what i did mom so cute There are four little girls fighting in my house right now because they all want to play family but nobody wants to be the mom I've never felt so seen. (laughs) I told my husband he can't do yard work every weekend because we need to make memories while the kids are young. So now, apparently, we'll be cleaning out the gutters as a family next weekend. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just got released early from jury duty while my husband is home with the kids. Do I, one, pretend they kept me the whole day and have some me time? Yes. Or two... Pretend they kept me the whole day and have some me time. (laughs) And yes. (laughs) All of the above. No one makes more 
more observations than a child sharing a stall with his mother inside a public restroom. <laughs> yeah. There was one like that last week. Yeah. Potty training is so hard. Oh, my God. I mean, not for my son. He picked it up right away. But for me, because now I have to pretend to have a celebration on the scale of the Wedding Crashers wedding (laughs) hopping montage every time he pees, which is apparently 47 times a day. (laughs) Yeah. Pros and cons. Hey, no more diapers. Yeah. I'll do a celebration. If I had a nickel for every time I heard, watch me, Mom, the Federal Reserve would run out. Yeah, yeah. We'd all be rich. I'm an exhausted parent. You might remember me from such hits as No, Absolutely Not, Never in a Million Years, and its sequel, Okay, Fine. (laughs) My five-year-old just came downstairs in a Hawaiian shirt, shorts, and slippers, so I guess he's ready for retirement. And my last one, living with a toddler is like living with a velociraptor. It gets more dangerous when they learn how to open doors. <laughs> that's for sure. And that's all I got. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Send in your stories or suggestions. We need them. Podcast at gmail.com. You can write, review, and subscribe, and we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.